0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. Today's episode we're talking about danger and how danger leaves clues ahead of time. I, I was reading a book the other day. Um I've really gotten into Tom Morris. So Tom Morris, I don't know a lot about his story, um, but I he's written several books. And the one I've been reading kind of for enjoyment is The Oasis Within. Um, He's written several, I I think they're really good, because they have great life lessons within stories. So in this book, um, basically, it's, uh, these people are, are taking a not a safari. It's, it's a journey throughout the desert. Um, and there's a a little paragraph that I want to read for you. So it says, if you pay attention in life, you can often sense harm approaching. Very few dangers appear in the world with no warning at all. Even if the warning is slight and gives us just moments in which to act. There are signs, there are small indications and I was really thinking about that. You know, I, I'm i going to give you several different examples and then talk about this a little bit more. But, you know, I, I've got some clients that are dealing with, you know, various issues. Um, several of my clients are dealing with health related issues. Some of them are just chronic issues that they've had forever and ever. Uh, some of them are more acute in that they've shown up in the last month or so and they're like, Michelle, what do I do with this? Right. So one of my clients is dealing with um, more of a chronic issue and long, long story short, for whatever reason, he, um, you know, has just gotten caught up in life, uh, in particular through COVID times, which I think many people have, right? And he has ignored any form of exercise. Uh, He's been very much in his head, um, you know, leading his his team. He's an entrepreneur. So he's got a lot going on. He's also taking care of his family. And he's just ignored exercise. Well, he's starting to get these uh, small aches around his body. And he keeps saying, Michelle, I, I don't know what to do with this. What do I do with this? Now, Those small aches are really his body kind of screaming out to him saying, pay attention, right? If he ignores those small aches and the message behind them, I can almost guarantee you he's going to end up with some sort of disease or illness in which he's going to need intervention, Okay, another friend of mine, and this is actually quite common uh, for for not just my clients, but people even that I see on social media. Uh, in their job, there's a lot of people realizing during these days that, you know what, this job is not loyal to me, right? Um, there's a lot of stuff going on that I'm not really liking. Uh, maybe something's happening and I, I feel like I'm out of integrity now, right? And uh, so a friend of mine, she said, Michelle, I feel like I, I've sold out. And I said, well, tell me what you mean. And she said, you know, it's like every few days there's just a little thing that that my boss asked me to do that I'm like, hmm, am I really okay with that? Or gosh, that doesn't seem right. But yet, you know, I, I go ahead and I do that thing anyway, Right. And so she says, I, I feel like I've sold out. I've sold my part of my soul. Well, guess what? That's, that's danger. That's a warning sign, right? When, when you feel that way, th- that's probably not the right place for you. Uh, I I think about it in terms of, uh, my friend who I know I've referenced several times. Uh, you know, she's going through trying to, um, heal from this very damaging relationship. There's abuse there. And, uh, as she's going through and working with her counselor, she sees the connections, not only with her family of origin and kind of how she got to this place, but she also sees the warning signs, right? So she, she told me, um, last week, she said, I remember when we were first dating and everything was perfect. And then there was something that happened and he just started yelling at me for no reason. And there was something inside of me that said, this isn't right. But yet I immediately went back and I thought about all of the things that were good about this relationship. And I thought, well, I can put up with this. And then she went on to explain other things that happened early in her relationship. And that was the thing that she kept saying, I can put up with this, right? So much like my client who is not exercising, I can put up with this for a time because I know I'm doing something different, right? Or like my friend who, you know, feels like she's sold out at her job. I can put up with this because I'm getting a good income. I'm getting retirement. I'm getting benefits, right? Same thing as if you're putting up with a, a physically and emotionally abusive relationship. I'll, I'll uh, Last example. So um, a colleague of mine who I love dearly, I consider her a friend. Uh, she reached out and she said, Michelle, I just need one person to know what's happening. Uh, I, I know you can't fix it, but I just need one person in the world to understand what's happening here in my house. She has uh, a young teen Um uh, I'd say this girl's about 13 or 14. Uh, and to make a very long story short, um, they're having some issues now with her daughter, uh, getting some mental health services, which are much needed. Um, but she has found out that her daughter for the last two years, basically since COVID started, has been uh, cutting herself and other self-harm uh, kind of behaviors. And it's become significant now where there are, um, could be some long-lasting effects of what's happening. And so this mom is like, I don't know what happened. It's almost like I woke up one day and boom, this was happening. And so, as we're kind of going through and doing a debrief of the last couple of years, and, and the things that her daughter has been able to tell her, the things that the the counselor has kind of keyed her in on, she realizes that there's been so many warning signs throughout the last two years that she missed. Now, I, I, I'm not I'm not going to uh, judge that at all because I totally get it, but. Part of the, the issue was she missed it because she wanted to ignore it. And she says this herself. So she didn't want to believe that that was true about her daughter. And so she ignored it. That's no different than, you know, uh, not doing what you know is right for you health-wise or job-wise or relationship-wise, Right the challenge in life is really uh, don't go to sleep. <laughs> and I don't mean that, you know, don't go to sleep at night, but don't go unconscious. You've got to stay awake. You've got to be paying attention. And I don't mean paying attention like hypervigilant, right? Because that my friend with the, the daughter who's struggling that she said, well, now, because I missed all of it, I'm just going to be, you know, she didn't use the term, but uh, hyper vigilant about everything. And I said, listen, you don't want to go overboard the other way, but you do want to be paying attention. Okay. You can't let yourself go to sleep in life because that's where you, where you find yourself in trouble. There was a song many years ago, uh, in the Christian radio. Uh, I can't even remember the song. I'm sorry. The songs and, and authors are, um, artists are not that easy for me to remember. If you, want to know uh, how many instruments and uh, which instruments and who's playing melody and harmony and all that kind of stuff about a song, I can tell you all of that. Words and who wrote it, not so much. Uh, But anyway, I I think of this all the time because it was talking about, um, you know, there's all kinds of things in life that are a slow fade, So we tend to think of these big things in our life as like, whoa, I woke up one day and boom, you know, this was happening. When in reality, nope, you had indications, you know, there were warning signs. It's a slow fade into whatever you're dealing with. So our challenge is not to go to sleep. It's to stay awake and pay attention. Now, I will say this though, that sometimes our nervous system gets way overloaded. It's like we've had message upon message upon message and we haven't you know focused on those messages and we just become numb. It's almost like uh you know we we haven't tuned into a radio station in so long and now our radio doesn't remember to even tune into that station. Okay? So if you feel like you have uh, an overloaded nervous system and you can't pay attention to these clues that are coming your way, please reach out to me. Uh, there are many things that we can do uh, to help you process things through uh, not only the site K sessions, but there may be other things in the future um, that I'm going to launch as far as courses or classes or challenges that might really help your, your nervous system to calm down a little bit so you can now receive those messages. Okay. But one thing that you could do, whether you think you have an overloaded nervous system or not, one very simple thing that you could do every single day is ask yourself, and you could do this, you know, when you first wake up in the morning, when you feel really good, or you could do it at the end of the day before bed. But ask yourself this question, what are the small little annoyances that are showing up in my day? So is there a person in your life that is just, you know, kind of grating on you? Is there a a physical bodily issue that's bothering you? Is there a thought that just keeps coming back? What's that little annoyance? And ask yourself, what's the message that's trying to come to you? So instead of waiting for it to turn into something big and huge, what do you think the message is? And what small action step can you take in order to confront that thing? So, for example, the other day uh, after traveling, because as I'm recording this, I'm in uh, Tennessee with my family. Um, so after a very long travel, uh, you know, the, the next day I woke up and I said, you know, what's what's going on? How am I feeling right now? And I had little twinges in my lower back and my hip. And the very first thing I thought was, it's time to stretch, Right. It's very simple. I just took two minutes, did a couple stretches, and I felt a lot better. But you see, if I didn't pay attention, ask the question, and do the action, I can almost guarantee you that a few days later without doing some stretches, guess what? It's going to get a lot worse, right? So if we can get to the point in our life where we're paying attention to the small annoyances... Not to rack up these small annoyances, okay? Because sometimes when I talk to you guys, it's like, uh, let, me, let me give you the laundry list of all the stuff that's wrong today, okay? We're not doing it that way. We want to catch whatever that message or lesson is for us. Okay. And then take action on it. One of the things I've always said is that success leaves clues. Uh, You can follow someone's story uh, of success. And if you pay attention to the story that they tell you, you'll be able to capture the clues uh, in their story around, oh, here's this change in mindset. Oh, they use systems and processes. Oh, right. You can, you can capture those lessons and say, oh, if I apply this to my own life, I can have success. However, danger leaves clues too, okay? And it's not like, yes, you can definitely get to that point of, you know, having an issue and you can look back, like most of these people I shared in the example, you can look back and you can see all of those clues, right? But what would happen if we started paying attention to the warning signs before we got to the danger? If you pay attention in life, you can often sense harm approaching. Very few dangers appear in the world with no warning at all. Even if the warning is slight and gives us just moments in which to act. There are signs. There are small indications. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.